Welcome to Helping of Happiness, episode number 104. We are talking to Beth Millward from Family Looking Up about how to get ourselves physically fit and mentally healthy during our quarantine. Hi, you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and loves to travel. Mom life can be exhausting, hectic, and scary at times, so let's take this journey together. We can love, we can learn, we can laugh, we can cry, and we can become better friends while we're at it. Welcome back. So fun to have you with us here for another week. I am really excited to introduce Beth Millward to you to this week. She is one of the three hosts of the Family Looking Up podcast. We had her on before with her other two co-hosts a ways back. We've also had Andrea on at Halloween time. We've had Camille on a couple of times. So I'm really excited for you to get to know Beth on her own a little bit more. She is full of energy, full of life, hilarious, so much fun. And she is just really inspiring with this new little fitness thing that she's got going on. It's not a diet program. It's not some kind of thing where we're going to be super restrictive. Her whole goal behind this is to just help us all be a little bit healthier and a little more mindful of our bodies while we are going through such a strange time in our lives during this COVID-19 quarantine. So without any further ado, I can't wait for you to meet Beth. Hello, Beth. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? I am really good. It's so good to be talking and seeing another adult woman in my life. (laughs) I agree with that. I am usually just so against sitting still and having Zoom meetings and doing this, but I'm loving it right now. I'm so happy. (laughs) Camille and Andrea were like, we were just texting about something. I was like, hey guys, should we have a meeting? And both of them were like, are you okay? The Beth we know never and I mean, never would ask for a meeting. I was like, I know guys, we've come to a dark place here, haven't we? When I'm suddenly the one requesting, like, hey, can we sit down and talk online for a bit? They're like, oh no, we've lost her. <laughs> this is the only way I could finally get you on the podcast. This is desperate yes. enough for conversation. <laughs> you had to get me in quarantine. So I had 30 minutes to sit down and talk to you. oh I love it so much okay tell us about your family like how many kids you've got what you're doing all that kind of oh man well me and my husband just had our 14th anniversary in quarantine last week (laughs) happy anniversary in quarantine thank you it's just magical so yeah me and Danny boy have been married 14 years and we have five kids our oldest turned 11 in February and our baby turns two (gasps) in May just Yay! Two years old. Wow. Two years old. So I got my four boys and one girl, and they are wild. And I am learning so many things about them and myself <laughs> since homeschooling. <laughs> All these little personalities that I I kind of love some of it a lot, and then I'm finding some that I'm like, I don't know. I feel bad for your teacher. Like, what's going on with? You? So, yeah. It's well, a hot bit of introspection in everybody's life is what I feel like for yeah. us. I'm like, man, there's a lot of things I'm really noticing that I love about you. And there's a lot of things that I'm really wishing I could just send you on a nice long walk yeah, right finish. now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so last year, last summer, we bought a house in Colorado and it has three acres. And I'm telling you, those three acres have come in 
handy since having all of these little small children home because I'm yeah it's true it's like I don't know what else to do with you you're gonna need to go outside for the next two hours and I don't feel so bad about it because we got chickens we got goats there's a four-wheeler there's a motorcycle two trampolines a swing set now get out of here and like it's been so nice to just have that property to give everybody a little room to breathe perfect timing yes perfect timing Oh, I'm just we're and we're lucky it's springtime in Texas so yeah. it's like and we have tons of like woods and walking paths and creeks and all of that and that's been just saving my life because otherwise if it was summer here in 103 degrees of humidity I would be dead with no uh, pool and just you know yeah. whoa yeah that'd be tough yeah I'm really excited about how with your family looking at podcasts you guys have this really cool exercise getting fit kind of thing that's happening in quarantine because i know i am eating way more baked goods than normal oh boy for one it's like the comfort i need the comfort and i just it's just has to happen right now plus i have the excuse that i can do it because we're all home and yep and i keep like every day's a math lesson i'm like okay today for math we're making cookies. Now, tomorrow for math, we'll be making brownies because there's a half a cup of oil and we didn't really work with that measurement today. And then we're going to need to make another batch of cookies to make sure you learn. Like, it's ridiculous. I'm like, come on, Beth. Some people say you could measure hummus, but I'm like, that's disgusting. Why would I do that? I like to measure butter. And all of a sudden, there's like this shortage of butter and eggs and flour. Yes, all the things. this is an issue. Seriously. And yet, and yet, even with the shortage, I used no less than 12 cups of flour yesterday alone <laughs> because I had to make strawberry shortcake and cinnamon rolls. And I'm like, this is a flour shortage, Beth, stop. But I couldn't, I just kept going. It was terrible. So I'll learn oh, I had a dear friend, they were just putting out like the new bags of flour at Costco or whatever yeah. the day that he was there. And he's like texting me, do you need some flour still? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> he's like, is the 20 pound, 50 pound bag too much? I'm like, no, no. whatever you can get, just Give send it over. Six, we will use it. Six 50 pound bags. That'll get us through the week. Just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Yes. Oh. So there has been a lot more baking happening <laughs> during this quarantine time. And we thought, at first, we talked about doing a fitness challenge of some sort because that is like my love. I really enjoy exercise. I taught classes for years and years. I like, I just, I don't know. I think it is fun. And I enjoyed like challenges and pushing myself to do those sort of things. So we've talked about doing it. And then we thought, well, now everyone's in quarantine. This probably isn't a good time. And then after a few weeks of it, we all realized this is a better time than ever because we're all in this crazy place. All of our normal routines are out the window. A lot of people are like added stress, added anxiety. They're like overwhelmed by kids. They're just like, I felt like I was just like spiraling in this new life of what do I even do? And you're and just eating all these chocolate chip cookies. Yes. yes, I don't even eat that many cookies. My normal self in the last 35 years has not eaten as many cookies as I have in the last month. Like it's just <laughs> not even who I am. But like all of a sudden you're doing all these weird things that don't even make sense. So then we stopped and said, you know what? This whole thing is probably the best thing to do right now. The three of us are struggling. And if we're struggling, our moms are struggling too. So we just decided now's the time. 
we got to get ourselves under control. And we had a little bit, you know, we've had some feedback both ways of like, yay, this is so great. And some others like, oh, I, I thought you guys didn't fall into this diet culture trap or we just want body positivity. And, you know, we talked about it and we're like, our bodies are meant to move. Our bodies are meant to be fueled with things that are good for us. Our mental capacity is better if we are taking care of our bodies. So it's not about some like weight loss, like six packs challenge or drastic cut your calories here or cut your carbs or, you know, it's nothing. There's no fab diet about it. This is just about doing things that our bodies are built to do and that we should be doing, whether we're working full time, whether we're homeschooling full time, whether we're in our normal life, our quarantine life. This is just like basic body care 101 which I need and love. I just think this is so awesome. So I did a lot of nutrition in college. So I love the things that you're doing here because it doesn't put a box around what you have to, like what you should eat, what's a bad food, what's a good food. It's all about just general health. And I think I really, that's going to help me mentally. If my body is feeling good, then, and I've been an amazing walker (laughs) during this whole quarantine thing. Yes, That is my sanity is we go for walks like three times a day. I'm like, okay guys, I'm going on another walk, (laughs) you know? So that is like happening for me. Well, and I got to figure out the other parts, you know, as you've been outdoors and walking a lot, don't you feel better? Don't you think like, why so much better all the time? When I finally started doing this challenge, like I am such like an obliger, like I love outside forces and people checking on me and me checking on people. I'm just not like that internal in my goals. And so for me, I knew I wanted to do this, but it was until like I had to say the words out loud and be like, I'm doing this. And then I would do it. And once I like started like intentionally working out, my energy was so much better because I felt like I was just kind of dragging there for a while. And like my spirits were lifted. My energy was a lot better. I could be with my kids get my workouts in and still have the energy to stay up at night and get all the things that you need to do that you can't get done when you have all the kids home. And like, I just think people in general, like, I can't believe it. When I go out on hikes, hikes that I've done a million times and seen one person on, they're like packed. The trails are so full. <laughs> Everyone's out. And everyone's like holding their breath as you pass each other. Like, <gasps> oh God, you know, But it's so, I'm just like, oh, it's so sad that it takes a huge event like this for everyone to just get outside with their families and do exercise. We're not, you don't have to do like 7,000 crunches, like go hike a mountain or go on a bike ride with your kids and you've done it. It's, you know, it's easy and fun. I love it. Well, and you were such a good example to me of exercise when we went to mom 2.0 last year and you and Andrea got up and went running. Me and Camille were just snoozing away in that bed (laughs) and didn't get up to join you. You know what though? And that's the difference, you know, like, and that's okay. And some people are never, if they're on vacation, they're never going to get up and work out and that's okay. But on vacation, you're usually walking around the streets of New York or you're doing something else. It's just about moving your body. And for me, it's such a mental, like I am not functioning if I don't get up and work out. So it's kind of a terrible thing, but also a blessing. And it's like a blessing and a curse. But I love that you love it so much. And that's what's inspiring about it is that I could tell that even though we're up super late, you're like, okay, I'm excited. Let's get up. I got to get my workout. This is just going to put me in a good place. So I want to use that energy that you have and put it into my life and the life of my friends. And we're just going to 
get that good Beth vibe for everybody for this. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what is involved in this challenge since we okay. kind of know kind of why you're doing it um, and how it's helping you with mental health and everything because believe me, we all need so much Absolutely. more mental sanity, right? <laughs> like yes. More than ever, I think. So let's just kind of go through it. So okay. top to bottom. Okay. Let's have it. First thing is water. Drinking at least 64 ounces of water a day is again, it's your, if you're dieting quote unquote, or if you're just a human who is alive, you should be drinking <laughs> water every day. So that's just a simple one. Lots of people, and I've gone through phases where I really try to get a gallon of water in a day. And for some people, they're like, that is way too much. I exercise a lot and I have super dry skin, like I naturally am a dehydrated human. And I do think that drinking a lot of water is really good for your skin, really good for energy, really good for your overall health. And if you are someone who's trying to cut back on calories or food intake, that having that water filling you up takes the edge off of that. Like I am starving and miserable all the time. No one, don't do it. If you feel that way, don't do whatever you're doing. That shouldn't, you shouldn't feel that way. But water is just, like I said, if you're a breathing human or animal, everyone needs water. So it's just a basic 64 ounces is a great minimum. And then if you're someone who likes to go above and beyond that, lots of people I say do like half your body weight in ounces, a gallon, like there's lots of different numbers out there. We're just saying, start with 64 ounces, see how you feel. Okay. So we got water. Okay. And if then, I have to stop this podcast and run to the bathroom, it's because I started your challenge today. Oh, so much water. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> okay. The okay. next thing you got to do is exercise. Exercise 30 minutes a day. Like we talked about just in our chat is it doesn't necessarily mean putting on a video, but just going out on family walks, family bike rides, a hike, a run to do to move your body. Just make sure your body is moving 30 minutes every day. We've been doing PE with the kids and they have been loving P90X3, like the 30 minute P90X videos. My 11 year old is like, he's like feeling that like swollenness in his shoulders. <laughs> and he's like, Hey mom, did you see that pull up I did? I'm like, yeah, buddy, I saw it. It was cool. Like he's feeling like this new, this this new confidence that he wasn't quite sure about before. So like body image confidence. Yeah, like, the muscles yeah, like, are growing. We're not trying to cause like any like complex here, but yeah, it's just kind of this fun adrenaline. And he's like, can we do that again tomorrow? I'm like, absolutely. Like get your kids involved with whatever you're doing and just move your body for 30 minutes every day. Love that. Love it so much. Okay. Okay. Now the third one is the one that I feel like is the big problem for the world. For That's, me, for sure. This is oh, my hardest thing. I don't, know any, I don't know anyone who this isn't the hardest thing. Sugary treats. Now we all know that like sugar is an addictive thing, right? Like I, I believe we are I'm all addicted. truly, <laughs> oh yeah. I think we're all truly addicted to sugar because it's just in everything we eat, everything. If you go to other countries, there's just not sugar in the food like there is here. But so we all love our sugary treats. Like we talked about, we're all baking a whole bunch more. So I don't want to say like, you got to be real restrictive and don't cook treats for your kids and this and this and this. We're just encouraging you to try to only eat treats one day a week. And 
this is just based on points. So if for you, if you're like, no, we are doing a family activity and we are making cookies and I am not going to be the mom that doesn't eat the cookie with the kid, then eat the dang cookie with the kid. Like it is your choice. Don't act like some victim here. That's like being held to something like make the I'm choice. I'm held to the family looking up <laughs> exercise <laughs> challenge. I can't eat anything again. <laughs> it's only celery from here on out. <laughs> I must starve. If I'm not starving, I'm not winning. Just go drink that water. <laughs> but I think it is really good to have in your head, like, I'm going to eat treats on Saturday. Me and the kids are going to have baked cookies dinner, and we're going to get some ice cream and we're going to eat it all on Saturday. And then I feel like that mentally helps you get through the week where you're realizing, like, I actually don't need to eat candy every day. I can wait until Saturday and then enjoy it more. The less you eat it, the more you enjoy it. At some point, as you're shoving it in your mouth, it actually doesn't taste that good. I know because I have shoved so much in my mouth. <laughs> that I've realized. It's like, huh. That You're not even really tasting it at a certain yeah. point. It's like yeah. those first couple bites are great. And then it yeah. just keeps going in. And yeah. yeah. So I think this is the hardest for everyone, but also a really, really good one. Sugary treats. That's kind of up to you. If you want to eat Lucky Charms and then in your head, that does not count as a sugary treat, make your own standards for that. But we're saying for sure, like a dessert is a sugary treat. So Desserts all week are out. And then other things, some people say, well, I ate a muffin. Does that count? Well, I don't know. How does it make you feel? If it makes you feel bad, then try not to eat that again and maybe eat some protein instead for breakfast. But um, yeah, it's kind of up to you where you want to be. But we're just trying to say this week, try to not eat any treat until a certain day. And then after that day, don't eat again until the next week. So just see how it goes. Hillary? Love it. See how okay. it goes. I'm committing. I'm committing. <laughs> so we just recommend stop eating before bed. I say three hours before you go to sleep. Everyone's lives are different and everyone's lives are crazy. Some people work like graveyards. Some people are night people. Some people are morning people. I didn't want to say a specific time to stop eating, but there's so much research about how your body has time to heal and just time to burn the calories you have eaten and digest all that food if you give it a bigger window where you're not eating. So if you're going to bed at midnight and having something to eat at midnight and then waking up at 5 a.m., you're only giving your body five hours to digest and heal and do all those things. It's really not enough time. So we just recommend stop eating before bed. I say three hours before you go to sleep. So if you're someone who goes to sleep at nine, try to stop eating at six. If you go to sleep at midnight and you want something at nine, you're hungry, then eat it. But it's just about giving your body some extra time before you go to sleep to digest your food, help you sleep a little bit better. I just say like a great general rule is just three hours before you go to sleep. Yeah. That's a minimum. I really, really feel good. If I can stop eating like at five or six at night, I feel a lot better the next day personally. So what time do you go to bed? Do so you go to bed like nine, you know what? I have been Three a hours. 10 o'clock bedtimer for many, many years. Suddenly I just a free woman. I go to bed at like midnight every night. That's I don't know how what's going been. on. I'm like, why am I staying up so late? Like, I don't know. My husband is like till one in the morning. This yes. is so bizarre. This is not I, don't, <laughs> I don't really, I mean, I sleep until seven now for a million years. I've always gotten up at five. Now I usually get up at like six thirty or seven. So maybe it's that big sleeping in I'm doing. It's just, <laughs> but really, I'm not getting any extra energy. hours if I'm staying no, up. So I know. It's so crazy. It is so, crazy. So yeah, I say like three hours before bed. But like I said, even if I go to bed at midnight, if I stop eating like after dinner, eat dinner with my family and then don't snack anymore, for me, I feel a lot better. So awesome. Love that. 
That's what I say. So veggies, this is, this is another just human life. We all should be eating vegetables. Mm-hmm. They're good for your body. I actually love this one because I love my veggies. So I love vegetables too. And I think it's a good way to find ways to replace all those carbs that we eat that we don't necessarily need. I mean, there is a point where you don't need that energy anymore. You're not going to use six cups of pasta worth of energy today. Like you're just not. So like my favorite way to get all these vegetables in is just anytime that I can put my food on a vegetable, I will. So when we eat spaghetti at night, instead of putting my vegetables on spaghetti, I usually have green beans or broccoli with dinner or spaghetti squash, then just put my sauce on the vegetable. At lunch, I love to eat everything on salad. I love salad. Like We lettuce. need to eat together because oh, I love salad and I make so beautiful good. salads. I love oh, salad. I yes. bet your salads are gorgeous. Yes. And delicious. We're going to have to eat salad together. Next yes. Time. Yes, please. Or dinner. If I make fajitas for my kids, I love it on a bed of lettuce. If I make tacos for the kids, I love it on a bed of lettuce. Like anything. So you're eating the same foods as your kids. You're just eating it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And like my daughter loves, like she doesn't eat, my daughter's nine. And I always eat my hamburger on a salad. I have just for years and years, just cut up my hamburger patty, put on a salad with the pickles and ketchup and mayo. Yeah. Yeah. And I just cut it up like a salad instead of eating it like in a lettuce bun. And my daughter, she's, she loves it. She's always like, Ooh, can we have hamburger salad? And I'm like, great. That's awesome. Eat, eat salad, you know? So I think that's a perfect way for breakfast, eggs with vegetables, you know, just anything instead of on toast, if you'd eat on toast, maybe try a vegetable, eat it on a vegetable instead. So great way to get vegetables, just replacing those carbs with those veggies helps cut down calories and carbs if you are trying to lose weight. And also it's just better for you at some point. Like I said, you, you're just not burning those carbs. They're not, they're not doing anything for you. They're just in your body. So those are like the food and exercise. That's all we ask. And like you said, they're not weird. They're just a good guideline of just good habits that we should be in no matter what's going on in our lives. So then we kind of go on to the behavioral things. So we did a gratitude journal, behavior change, bonus challenge, and mom win. So we have these four non-food, non-exercise goals. So the first thing is a gratitude journal. I especially think right now it's easy to get caught up in the bad and hard things that are happening all around us. And, you know, we see lots of challenges in our own lives, in our neighbors' lives. Um, Maybe our kids are struggling. Socially, it might be hard. So I think it's good to just take time to write in a gratitude journal. So you can journal like paragraph style or just, I've been trying to just write three things every morning. Me and my kids every morning have done this since quarantine began because we knew... I knew that we all needed it. <laughs> they, such a good idea. They may not be convinced still. I think they're still hating it. But I <laughs> someday, I believe someday they will appreciate it. So right now, just writing at least three things you're grateful for every day. You can, like I said, bullet points, journal it, whatever. That's a good practice for life. Always being grateful is going to make a big difference in your whole life. 
So the other thing is the behavior change and the bonus challenge are two things that you make up for yourself every week. They can be the same thing every week if you want to keep those going through the whole challenge. You're still yelling at your kids and that's the behavior yes, you want to change. Yes. You just put so that on there. <laughs> what behavior do you want to change? Maybe you want to wake up early. Maybe you want to just say, I wake up at six every morning and do my own thing. And that's been a goal forever, but you've never quite gotten there. So make that your behavior change. If you're still yelling at that same kid every day at math, <laughs> like I might be doing, I could maybe say this week, I'm not going to do that. And just have it, just write it down. And at the end of the day, reflect on how your day went. And if you didn't yell or you did whatever that behavior was, then check it off. So it's super open. It's open to whatever you want it to be. So the bonus challenge is really similar, except it's like an additional challenge to maybe more of like food and diet or uh, diet and exercise, I guess. So like if you want to run 10 miles a week, let's say, so you are going to exercise 30, day, 30 minutes a day, but your goal is really to get 10 miles in, make that your bonus challenge where, yes, I'm going to do 30 minutes. My run may or may not be included in that, but by the end of the week, I really want to do 10 miles if that's something you're working towards. So me and my siblings are doing a 2020 of some exercise every month. So in January, we did 2020 burpees. In February, we did 2020 crunches. So it equals about 75 a day. So this month is push-ups. Now, this is something my family, we love to do this, especially me and my oldest brother. We're just so excited. We did lunches and we're like, oh, my buns hurt. Yeah, mine too. This is, this is like good times for us. So this month is 2020 push-ups. So my bonus challenge is 75 push-ups every day. So for me, I checked that off my list. If I did it, great. I did my 2020 or my 75 push-ups. So at the end of the month, I know I'm going to do 2020 push-ups and that's exciting for me. So think about a bonus challenge that you want to do. It may be involved in food or exercise, or maybe it's just something else. Like I really am challenging myself to pray every day. So maybe your behavior change is not yelling, but you're going to bonus challenge a prayer time. So whatever it is, I want to do yoga. I want to meditate. You think about something that has been hard for you that you've been wanting to do, and now's your chance to write it down and keep yourself accountable. And then the last one, really the most important one, is a mom win. I love mom fails. I love them more than I love my children. I love a mom fail more than I love fresh chocolate chip cookies. Like they are so fun and great. But for this challenge, we are doing a mom win. When we have all of our kids at home and we suddenly are teachers, and I didn't ask to be a homeschool mom. Did you ask to be a homeschool oh, mom? Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. This was not on my bucket list items. But it is what it is now. So at the end of each week or at some point during the week, if you did something that you felt like I killed it, then write it down and give yourself some credit for that thing you did that probably is not going to be recognized. But by anyone but you. So just savor it and write it down and you can post <laughs> that crap on Instagram and show the world because your kids probably don't care. But <laughs> you do. <laughs> so write down your mom win so you can see it in writing and give yourself some credit. You are probably doing about 700 mom wins a day, but as moms, we, we don't notice those. We just think we're stinking up the neighborhood and all we see is the <laughs> kid crying and the mess that didn't get cleaned up and the homework that didn't get done, but we are winning in lots of ways. So recognize that. And then 
I guess the only other thing to do is just weigh in if you want to. Optional, if you want to weigh in and you want to keep accountable, I think for some people weighing in is like emotionally hard, mentally hard. Maybe they've thrown away their scale years ago. They've struggled with weight in the past. Um, then don't weigh in. But if you're someone who just like, I kind of just know where I feel comfortable. And sometimes the, count, the scale can kind of affirm or confirm or deny how you're feeling. Yeah. Kind of just you hold know? you accountable a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And I remember after having Pierce my last, I I was really oblivious to where I was. I kind of like, I was really emotionally struggling. We had just moved. I have never, I feel like I can say fully, I have never felt what depression feels like until I had him and we moved. And I was kind of like, oh, oof, this is yucky. I feel, I like could have this new like sympathy and empathy because I never really understood that before. And physically, I was just like, I don't know. I feel. And finally, I weighed myself after like a year and I was like, okay, I'm about 10 pounds heavier than I normally am and where I usually feel comfortable. And I'm kind of okay with that right now because I don't want to get out of bed ever in the mornings. And like, I just, it just kind of was a number, but then I was like, okay, I know that I don't love being here. Like I know that I don't feel like myself and then I could kind of like get motivated and start working out. And then once I started working out, suddenly my mental health improved with it. Right. I physically felt like garbage. I saw a number that I was like, oh yeah, I don't love that. And then it gave me the motivation to start moving. And then once I started moving my body again, night and day difference with how I was emotionally. So I think a scale can be used for good or evil. I think if you're someone who loves to have that accountability and likes to see those numbers and kind of it helps push you, then weigh in every week. Like to do it Monday morning in your undies or buck naked. I don't care, but don't have a big <laughs> pair of sweats and a big sweatshirt on. Like weigh yourself as you Don't be holding are. your 10 pound weights when you're stepping on <laughs> <Yes>. yourself. <laughs> I mean, I know most people love to weigh more than they actually do. That's kind of a wish people have. But... <laughs> That's my kids though. My 11 year old, he's always like, dang it, the numbers aren't going up on the scale. <laughs> it just cracks me up every time. I have this cute little kid that lives across the street. He's 14 and he weighs like 80 pounds. <laughs> And that's not, that's so not crazy. like a dream for a boy, right? They like to weigh a little exactly. more. And he's like, man, if I ever get up to a hundred pounds, I am going to eat a hundred ounces of ice cream to celebrate. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's a great goal. I'm like, you're so cool. And I'm like a hundred pounds. What was I in fourth grade last time I weighed a hundred pounds? Like <laughs> poor kid, whatever. So for him, he's trying to get up the numbers. Some are trying to get down the numbers. Do what you want with the scale. But for me, I like to just kind of check in every Monday morning and be like, okay, like, cool. And I am not someone who loses weight. Let's just be clear on that. I am not a person that will ever drastically drop numbers on the scale. I just don't. Even after having a baby, I don't gain a whole bunch when I'm pregnant. I don't lose much afterwards. But your body just, likes consistency. Yep. My body just is what it is. My clothes just fit differently way more than the numbers drop, but I kind of, there's always that little zone that you kind of stay in. And I just like to keep an eye out, keep my, I mean, I don't want to be lying to myself like, oh no, it's fine. Those cookies aren't affecting me. That pan of brownies for breakfast didn't hurt. Sometimes you got to hop on the scale to just get a little reality check that, yeah, <laughs> actually they, they aren't a great choice. So. Oh, I love that. I love that your little caption that you have on here that says every day better than last. That yeah. I think 
in a nutshell is why I love this so much. Cause it's not like, let's just make this huge change and be unrealistic with the, all of these expectations. I love that. It's just these little wins because you want to be a little bit better every day. I just yep. think that that's perfect. That's all we need to do is just a little bit better every day if we have this. And I think that's true with like life in general, but especially with the quarantine and with homeschooling and with husband's schedules being different is I, I tend to want all the things all the time. Like I want, I want to do homeschool perfectly the first time. I want to, you know, do everything just right the first time. And it can be really debilitating. It's really like, if I can't do it perfectly, then I'm just not going to try. I, you know, I kind of tend to have that mentality, but that's overwhelming and it won't be perfect and nothing you do ever will be, but it can be a little bit better than yesterday. So maybe spelling didn't go great today, but tomorrow's we can do a little bit better. So every day is just a little bit better than the last. And then before you know it, it's kind of great. Like you're doing something great that maybe a few weeks ago was horrible just every day a little bit better. And so you look back and see that, no, every day can be a little bit better than the last. Well, and I think it's really nice that this kind of tracks your progress because I don't know about you, but I feel like every day has been like sludged together into one weirdness time warp that we're in. Like the days, yep. I don't even know what day of the week is half the Absolutely. time. Blur's I, day. Every, every day is Blur's day. Seriously. So this is, I think, maybe this will help me know what day of the week it is every day. That will be a good thing. But yeah. no, but I do think it's always good to just have some way of marking our progress where we're like, okay. But not something that's so detailed that, you know, because my sister oh. was trying to do this new macro challenge and all this stuff. And oh. she's like, I just can't right now. She's like, I no, can't. I'm can't. like, and then don't, you know, just yep. it's too much. You know, if that's something you want to do at another time, that's awesome. But yeah, let's not be restrictive when we can't even find always the groceries that we want to eat during the yeah. challenge or, you know, that's it's true. flexibility is like the name of the game right now. Yep, absolutely. On your show, you guys often do speed rounds. Oh, yes. I have one I love for you. Time. You do? Yes. You get yes. to be on the speed round for a change instead of giving it. Okay. Oh, and I'm it's, so excited. It's an exercise speed round. Are you ready? We got eight oh. questions. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Running or walking? Running. Push-ups or sit-ups? Push-ups. Burpees or mountain climbers? Oh, mountain climbers. Pilates or yoga? Yoga, hot yoga. Woo. Workout video or workout class? Class. Going with friends or working out solo? Oh, please. Never alone. Always with friends. <laughs> Zumba or high fitness? Oh, oh my gosh. This is like a house divided. <laughs> I, was, I was Zumba teacher extraordinaire for a lot of years. <gasps> but high fitness. I'm going high fitness. I've changed. Okay. All right. Here's my last one. Working out running on the beach or hiking in the woods? Oh, Woods, beaches are meant for sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on the beach, hiking in the woods, maybe uh, yes. instead of running yes. on the beach, right? Oh no, this was so it. so fun. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, I am gonna make you go through my helpful and happy questions really quick okay. now too. Perfect. Okay, so these just tie into the website. So on the website, besides the podcast archives, we have our family recipes and our travel tips and our homemaking hacks. So I love it. Question number one, and this is good because we're talking about fitness and food and all this stuff. Anyway, yes. the first question is, what is your favorite food or meal? Okay, this is true. Fitness challenge or no fitness challenge. I love chicken kebabs. 
I love them. And I, I can, I'll send you a picture of the recipe. I usually use Hillary. You yes. probably have an amazing one too, because you're an amazing cook, but I just love, Ooh, marinated chicken, like Hawaiian marinated chicken with peppers mm. and fresh pineapple and onions. And then I like to make coconut rice on the side. Okay, and I need this recipe. My sis, my oh. daughter was just begging for Hawaiian chicken. She's like, do you have oh. a Hawaiian chicken recipe? And I'm like, so good. I don't know. I don't think I do. So, so this is perfect. And then if we're going crazy, so like on Friday, we did like worldwide fast, you know, to help, yes. help you know. Fight the COVID. Yeah. COVID, fight the COVID. And we did Hawaiian chicken with coconut rice and fruit kebabs because <gasps> we were extra celebrating. And it is my favorite meal. If I'm going to choose a meal, that is what I want. Okay. I need to make that. Coconut rice sounds heavenly Ooh, too. Yeah. I even bought coconut milk from my pantry in case we ran out of regular milk. So I can oh, use that for the rice yeah. if we need yep, to. That's absolutely. All you do is just trade some of the water for coconut milk. That's so good. Okay. What's the best trip you've ever gone on or your dream vacation? <sighs> So we're ramping up the travel industry with this question right okay, now. Okay, so watch out, thinking world. about it, right? Here we go. I love Arizona. No, just joking. Uh, <laughs> because you can't go overseas. But if you could go overseas, the best trip I've ever been on was when me and my husband were super poor and we went to Europe and slept in train stations and shared hotel rooms with strangers. And we did Paris and Rome and it was fabulous. So fun. So fun. We're so poor. And I probably why I loved it because it was ridiculous and we only ate loaves of bread because that's all we could afford. And it was such so. an adventure. <laughs> oh, that's so, so awesome. Okay. And the last one, do you have a homemaking hack for us? Oh. It's always the hardest question. You know what? The two things that are on my mind, we've been doing laundry for homeschool. Like that's part of, you know, part of the curriculum because I realized my kids actually don't know how to. And it's, it's time home ec to class. Start. It's all good. Yes. Home ec. There's a million different ways to do laundry. People like to do it all different ways. But I have finally, after all these years, found success in doing one load of wash a day, dumping all the colors together. I just go around, gather all the clothes, put them in the washing machine, and I can keep up with all the laundry. And started adding vinegar to my towels and washcloths. I didn't vinegar. know this. I didn't know this vinegar is wonderful, isn't it? I, yes. I started working at the yoga studio and we always add vinegar to the towels and stuff that we wash. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to try this. Oh man, it has helped. So my hack is I do one load a day, put it in at night, switch it over in the morning, fold it. And the next night put a load in and I've finally been able to keep up with laundry. And then I add vinegar, which sometimes I'm just dumping vinegar in with my clothes and my towels and my underwear. Everything's just thrown in there. So. Okay. So can I confess? I yes. even wash my whites with my colors. I do everything together. Oh, yeah. It's everything. all dumped in. Everything. everything. I mean, every so I often have... I'm like, I should probably bleach that shirt. It's not looking sure. very white, but it is no longer for the white. most part, everything's it, in there. Yep. If I get like a new sweater in the mail or, you know, like a new pair of jeans, I wash those separately a few times or whatever. But yeah, I'm with you. Before like sorting it out and I would try to do like a laundry day mm -mm. It was horrible. Well, now we I just have so much. I'm like, I oh, can't God. even like handle it. There's just so much yeah, laundry. It just all has to go in and rotate. Something. And if you have a fussy garment or something, it's yeah. not going to work in our nope, house. It's out. It's gone. <laughs> or you wash it yourself. I can't do Dry it. Dry clean only is dead to me. Yes. Yes. Except for my husband's suits. That's it. 
And even then, they probably don't make it to the dry cleaner very often. No, those, those just stink. They're not cleaned. They're just Febreze. All we need is Febreze. It's all good. Absolutely. Just spray those yep. puppies up. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Beth. This has been so, so much fun talking with you. Oh, I just I love, love you, you so much. This is just a I'm blast. so sad that I won't see you next month. I know. I know. Mom 2.0, how dare you? I know, I know. It's one of those, you pick your battles, and yeah. I lost that one. <laughs> and every, every day, me and Andrea and Camille have put our fist into the air and said, curse you, Corona. <laughs> so just if that is a practice that you need to implement, as like these things are happening and your girls' trips are being canceled and your flower supply is running low, we find that it is helpful to put your fist in the air and yell <laughs> to the heavens, curse you, Corona. <laughs> it helps. So go ahead and try that. Oh, okay. We'll add that on. We'll get another bonus point if we curse Corona during the day. We're <laughs> yes. <all good. laughs> yes, absolutely. It counts. Okay. So I will put links to this worksheet in our show notes so that awesome. everyone can grab that and yes. um, just go see you guys at familylookingup.com and listen to your podcast because it is my favorite. And I'm not just saying that because you're on Oh, you're so favorite. nice. You're the sweetest. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening today. You'll be able to find our show notes on our website at helpingofhappiness.com. Or you can find them if you're listening through your app. You should be able to just click on your app there and see the different things that we've been talking about. The links to the little tracker sheet that Beth and um, Andrea and Camille put together for Family Looking Up. And um, I'm also going to link up the other episodes that we've had with the Beth and Andrea and Camille so that you can hear more from them, the family looking up. I hope that you will let your friends know about this fun program that we've got going that we're doing together so we can all cheer each other on, have a lot of fun, and become our best selves during this strange time that we have. If you have enjoyed this, make sure that you head over and subscribe if you're listening through a podcast app. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, we would love so much if you would write us a review and give us a rating so that we're easier to be found on podcast app. Thank you so much. Have a great week.